Welcome to Resellology Podcast. My name is Melissa Vandridge, and I am a full-time reseller. This podcast is mainly about my business and about what I'm doing with my business. It's mainly to document my journey and to be able to A, reflect on where I've been and how far I've come, but also to try to help people along the way. So I decided to turn back on free shipping and free returns. I know, I think I said before I would never do that again. Well, I should never say never about anything because I constantly reconsider things, unless they're working, right? But I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing to reconsider a strategy when it's not working the way you want it to. Um, I think too many people just, you know, they come up with a strategy and it's not working and then they blame everything else. Well, the strategy is just not working for me for whatever reason. I actually don't even care the reason necessarily. I just know it's not working. Now, I'm not getting that many, well, I wasn't getting that many sales on eBay. Well, that's gone up since I turned on the free shipping and free returns. I've made a few sales. I mean, nothing, nothing astronomical, but I've been posting more. I do have offers on to anything over $25, but if it's under $25, there's no offer. You can't make me an offer. I mean, you can email me inside of eBay and make me an offer, but I will probably ignore those. I'm still not doing measurements. Um, and I've had two people ask so far, one person from Macari and one person from Poshmark, both of which did not buy the item, but I did, uh, I did give the measurements the same day. Um, one was in a couple minutes and the other one was like a few hours away because I was not out at my house. So I'm going to try this for a while. So I've decided I'm going to try it for at least 90 days with the whole eBay thing of free returns and free shipping. I am padding my prices to, on some of my prices, I'm trying to put in there shipping twice in a way. So if it's an item that would ship for like $3.67, I'm trying to put in there about $8 extra right? So here's how much I paid for this item. This is how much I'd like to make from this item. And this is what I'm putting extra in there for shipping. That may or may not work, right? But this is my theory for it, that some of my items are going to sell and those people are going to keep those items, right? They're not going to try to return it. In fact, I, I expect the vast majority to not return those items. I do expect some people to return their items. And the way mine is set up, it'll automatically... Send, they will automatically get a label and it'll, it'll be sent back to me. Although they can do a return request. I don't think they have to do it. Well, I think it's like an automatic return request. I don't know. I've never done a return on eBay. So I just, as a consumer, so that process isn't, um, I don't really understand that side of the process because I've never had to do it. Everything I've received, I've liked. So, or if I've ever returned things, it was on Amazon. <laughs> but I'm doing it. And I have made, like I said, a few more sales, but nothing, nothing major. Although I am posting my butt off to both Poshmark and eBay uh, and to Macari. I think I'm going to stop posting to Relove. It's just not, I made one sale ever. 
and it took a while to make that sale. I mean, and that doesn't mean anything, the length of time it took the sale, but I have, I have a few hundred items on there now. And so I really expect to make more than one sale ever on there. I mean, they can offer, I have my prices actually pretty low on Relove. I'm gonna go through, I'm gonna lower some other prices um, and just see if that'll make them move. But I just don't think there's enough people um, shopping on Relove. So I think that makes a big difference. And of course, you know, these other things, you know, they're fracturing the market a little bit. You know, that is true, but that might be good overall in the in the end. But I just don't see Relove doing well right now. I don't think it has enough people buying to support as many people that they're recruiting as sellers, which sucks. You know, it's a it's a great idea. I, I really like the idea of it. And I like that they're not charging the the I mean, I guess maybe it's because they're charging the buyers 10% extra than what, you know, they're padding, they're putting a 10% charge in there, but they're putting it on the buyer rather than the seller. I mean, as a seller, I love that idea that I'm not the one paying for that fee, but I understand why the other platforms do that because the buyers don't want to pay that fee and they're obviously not. I mean, some people are. I think it really depends on what you have on there. Some people probably are making a great living off of Relove. I'm just not. So I don't think it's worth my time. Although I think Macari could be better for me overall. Although I've only made like five sales on Macari. So I'll I'll keep posting to there for now. And then I'll decide um, later on whether or not it's still worth it for me. Because maybe I just don't pick up the right items for that platform. And that could very well be. And I'm not, you know, that's not a big deal. But I do expect my items to go on eBay. So that's where I'm at. And um, I'm... I'm excited to see how going forward that's going to be. Oh, also, I'm not doing free returns on my auctions. So I'm trying to have some auctions always going. Um, at least a couple, you know, at least I have like 50 auctions going right now. And so I'm trying to have them going at least, you know, 45 to 60 auctions all the time going. I think 125 is, is really the max I want to go because 125 refresh four times is about my monthly allotment for the amount of auctions I can have for free. So I really could add extra auctions. And I think ideally it would be that I have a couple ending every day and I haven't really done that, worked that out well. Maybe I should start like staggering them because I just made a bunch go active. Maybe when those go, I'll, I'll stagger them a couple every day. I've heard that that's a good strategy but I don't know I've not done that myself so those do not have free returns and some of them have free shipping and some of them don't so I don't get the the top rated plus for those you do get the top rated plus for anything that you have free shipping and free returns at least 30 days and that you have one or same day shipping I have one day shipping on there so I, I never want to do same day but one day shipping I can usually always do it the very next day um and if you don't, you get a strike against you, you get three strikes against you. I think the fourth one brings you down to um, above average. So you gotta be really careful with that. And if you don't think you can do one day or same day shipping, um, then you might not wanna do top rated plus. But it does give you a boost. I know if you do free returns for 60 days, it gives you an even bigger boost. But at this time, I'm not, I'm not feeling the 60 days. <laughs> Honestly, 30 days, fine. That's that's a long time for me. And I'm gonna try to keep to I'm gonna try to keep a certain amount of money in and, 
and PayPal, right? I'm going to try to keep a certain amount of money just in PayPal for that reason. I don't think it directly comes out of PayPal. I think it gets added to your um, your eBay bill. I don't remember from the last time I did it, but I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that when you do free returns and someone returns an item, they charge your eBay bill for the shipping. But then when it gets refunded to the buyer, that all comes out of um, PayPal, I think. So if I'm wrong on that, please correct me. But that's that's what I'm doing on eBay. Fairup's doing pretty good. The more I post about it, the more questions I get, which is great. I like the questions, so keep them coming. Uh, but it becomes kind of clear to me that there's still a lot of misconceptions about ThreadUp, even though they've been around for like 10 years. And there's a, there's a few that kind of just, I don't know, it kind of blows my mind that people still think this, right? That you only send things to them you want to donate, or you're only going to get pennies for your items. And I guess if you're just looking at their, their calculator, I guess I can understand how you think that, because they don't make a very good case to how much they, that you can make on there, right? So, of course, they, they're they pandering to the buyers, right? They they don't pander for people to come sell with them because I don't think they have that problem. They don't have a problem with people having enough things to sell. They have probably too many things to sell, to be honest. So that's why they're you always see these ads for ThreadUp. They're like, oh, I got this anthropology dress for $10. You can. I mean, there are anthropology dresses on there for 10 bucks, But that doesn't mean that that's all someone's willing to pay, obviously. I mean, look through my Instagram feed. You can see, look through Chriselle's. Um, she's a Krangle on Instagram, and she only does a Lux program. And I need to stop calling it a program because it's not really a program. She only does Lux. I guess there's no other word to use, right? I don't know. I think it, it, it alludes that they're two separate programs, but they're nearly not anymore. So I'll go through that misconception as well because it changed. So now it's different. And maybe it's not necessarily a misconception, but it's just that people don't understand there's a big change now. But anyway, she gets, like she'll spend 22 bucks on a dress she bought from eBay, or she bought from Poshmark, or she bought from uh, Up themselves. I've done that too. And she sent it in. She made 400 bucks on that dress that she spent $22 for originally. So, I mean, she makes good money. Um, but Let's go through that whole Lux versus standard, right? So really the big difference is now is the label and what you have to include in the in the box. So in the Lux boxes, you get for their label, A, that gets shipped to you. You can't print those off. So you need to email Lux, I think it's called Lux Concierge at threadup.com. It's on their site. You can find it that way too. And you email them, say you you would like some Lux labels. Um, try to get more than one, but you have to ask for more than one, right? They're not going to just innately send you more. They'll send you one at a time unless you ask for more. And if you ask for more, they send you four. And then for a while there, they were sending me five. And then recently, I asked for ten. And I have had ten on the way forever now. So hopefully they'll get here today or tomorrow. But so that's the difference is you get free return insurance and free expedited processing, which is great 
because the standard ones are being taking a really long time now. Um, but you have to include at least one item, one brand off their Lux list, which has like 600 brands on it. I mean, I don't know many of those brands. I, I try to study it as much as I can so I can like recognize those brands, but it doesn't give you like, it doesn't give you like how that brands look like. It doesn't show you the label of that brand and how it should look. So there might be other brands that aren't, there might be some that are similar to some of those names. And I've seen names that were similar to some of those names, but they weren't the same thing. So kind of be aware of that. But anyway, so if you, let's say you found Alexander McQueen uh, shoes, which I did, and they were, they're in the Lux box. Uh, then Alexander McQueen is on the Lux list. So you can put those in a box and then put whatever else you want in there too. Don't put men's in there. They don't take men's. I think uh, a few people asked me about that too. It's like, nope, no, don't send the men's. They'll just reject it. And beyond that, that's the only difference, right? So once they've processed your bag, the payout structure is exactly the same as the other one. Now, your Lux items will always be 90 days, whereas your standard stuff, um, some of it will be 60 and some of it will be 90, depending on where it falls on that scale. So if you send an Old Navy, 60 days. If you send in J. Crew, 90 days, right? Um, but before, so I'll give you a little bit of context. Before they changed, they made that change back in August, there was a different payout structure for Lux items, not other items that were in that same Lux box, but just the Lux items. So if you send in J. Crew in a Lux box, that J. Crew item doesn't get the Lux rates. It just gets the normal rates, like it would if it was in a standard box. Same thing if you were to put a Lux item in a standard box, you'd get the Lux rates at that point. But now the rates are the same, so it doesn't really matter. Um, although, I'm going to preface that. I now only put super nice things in the Lux boxes. Now, they can lose Lux boxes, um, but I don't think it's as... It's not common anyway, but I think it's even less common than it would be in the regular boxes. But losing them is not that common. They have lost two of mine. Yes, I know. I said last week, I think it was, that I'd be surprised if they ever lost one. More than one of mine. But it was at the same time. So I'm kind of, I got paid for both of them. But it's, if they were two separate times, then I would be like, well, that's weird. But they were at the same time. They were accepted, I think, around in the same week. And it was during December. And I'm sure December was really crazy for them. So I'm just going to let that be a pass. And, you know, stay big picture, right? Because even if they lose an item, even if they lost a box, um, even if they mispriced an item and I end up with way less money than I expected, you know, it's, it's doing business with another business that may or may not run things the way you'd like, but look at the big picture, right? So... Will I make way more money? Am I going to lose a lot more money? No, I'm not. You know, I'm going to make way more money than I'm ever going to lose during the doing this with them. I just got to keep that in context, and you know, it does it does kind of make me mad from time to time when something gets lost or I get paid way less than I thought I was going to get paid for something. Um, or you know, there's been some some odd things that have happened, but you know, it's okay. It life moves on. So sometimes you have to let it go. 
And there's been a few things that I've decided, you know what, this isn't worth the fight. I'm just going to let it go, right? And then be happy about sending more things to them. Um, but yeah, that's basically the biggest difference between Lux and standard and standard you can choose to pay for the expedited I do not recommend that I do recommend the return assurance if you do a standard one I still do standard ones although I am getting more Lux uh, labels at a time and so what I've been doing while I'm waiting for my Lux labels to get to me is I'm actually prepacking them so I'm prepacking a box because I can see my Lux I can see my my bag numbers on the app, uh, the app right? Um, I don't know if you can see it online, although I think you can too. Yeah, you can. You can see it online. You can see the ones that have been ordered, right? So they're in ordered and they've been sent to me. Um, they were sent to me on the 6th and I still haven't gotten them. I mean, I guess it's only been like eight days, but and a couple of them were weekend. So I expect I will get them today or tomorrow. But I have pre-packed three boxes already. I am packing a fourth one right now. And so what I'm doing is I have my spreadsheet. And so I'm assigning whatever number of a Lux bag. So I'm just picking one, putting it on there. And then I'm writing that Lux bag on the outside of the box. And that where I'm just going to put the the label over it to like hide hide the, the, bit, the bag number with the corresponding label, of course. And then that way I can just send them off. And I don't have to wait to get the labels in order to build the boxes, which I think is actually a pretty smart thing to do. So build your boxes ahead of time. If you're waiting on Lux labels, build them ahead of time. If you have like, let's say you have enough items to fill six Lux boxes, then tell them, hey, I have enough to fill six Lux boxes. Can you send me six labels? They might ask you, well, what are some of the brands you plan on putting in the next one? I list all of them that I actually have. <laughs> like, I list everything. And they're like, okay. And then they send you more, right? And then I only put one in each box, basically. One to two. And largely, lately, I've only been putting one because I want to kind of maximize that. But I've been buying some Lux items. I've bought Lux items off their eBay store. I bought some off of Poshmark for pretty cheap. Um, in fact, I bought the exact same dress that um, Chriselle, who is Krangle on Instagram, she bought, it, she bought it in a medium off of Poshmark. I bought it for cheaper than she bought it. Like not that much cheaper, but a little cheaper than she bought her dress. But it's a size small. I'm going to send that to ThreadUp. Let's see if I make as much as she does, hopefully. Or even a little bit less, I'd be okay with that. Um, and if not, it's my Lux ticket. So that's how I look at it. Like if it, it'll pay itself off in two to three times. Sending two to three Lux boxes in, it pays itself off. And now the item is now free. Because if I had to only stick with standard boxes, I always pay for the return assurance. And so that's $10.99 every time. So if I have a Lux box, I don't have to factor that in. Then it can just be free. Free shipping and free expedited ship, uh, processing, which is great. You know, so, and like I said, if you have a question about ThreadUp, just let me know. But uh, I, I encourage you to watch um, my ThreadUp videos first. I've had a couple people ask me, hey, give me some tips, <laughs> which I would love to, but there's so much to cover and it would take too long to do that, especially over Instagram. 
And so I'm happy to answer questions if you know know a little bit more about it. If you have specific questions, those are much more easy than to say, hey, give me a give me give me the lowdown what this is. That's harder to do, especially in in chatting on Instagram on my phone. But yeah. It's it's still going strong. Um, I've had I had a couple things returned, which is sad. But I mean, I've had things returned, and one thing so- sold again the day it was returned. Like it went live again that morning, and by the evening it was sold again for the same price. And so I ended up getting my money quicker than I would have originally, <laughs> which is kind of funny because once it ships, they pay you out immediately. So I have that um, etc. skirt that got returned. So it's $148. So I'm just going to leave it there. Um, it was returned yesterday. So if it sells again, and it has, you know, people who have liked it. So I'm just going to leave it there. And hopefully it sells again. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they do. Most of the items I've had returned sell again. You know, because someone else, it's not impossible that two people want the same item, Right. So, and if it sells again, my money, which I do love that about ThreadUp. I hope that part never changes because that, that kind of makes it a little, little less um, nerve wracking about returns is that the second time you get the money. Oh, and I don't think I've ever gone through this. So, and I think this might be confusing for some people. So when you see things on, although I do have one item that is in one of my bags that's being processed right now that says final sale, which is weird because I think that's by mistake. But here's how that works. So if you have something that if it gets returned once, then it gets returned and you don't get any money. If you have, if you sell the item again, and and I've had the opportunity to, to see this because of a different item that got returned twice, then you you get paid out and then it goes out again um, and if it get returns a third time then if it sells now when it returns a third time they actually put it at their default pricing which I think is funny just to blow it out and so they blow it out and it's a final sale at that point so the you can't return that item and it says up front final sale you know you can't return this but at that point they've lost money on that product so they're recouping a little bit back, but not not the whole thing, which is interesting. So if you see things for final sale, that means they've been returned twice, uh, mostly, except for this one was not returned twice. I don't know why it says final sale. It hasn't even been bought once. So I don't know. I'll have to ask them about that. If it stays on there, it, I, I feel like it's a mistake. But um, yeah, so that's what's going on with ThreadUp. And I'm sending them more items, pre-packing. I'm going to do the same thing with Swap, too. Um, I haven't actually sent the one box off the Swap. I do have one label. Um, and I think I should make sure this is still good for a while. But anyway, I only it was only last week, so it should still be good. But I'm going to prepare a box for that, hopefully today or tomorrow, and then have that sent out. And then I'm going to keep... Um, going through my basement and stuff that I think, well, that's hard. Eventually, I'm going to prepack for swap. I might not need to do that. I don't know. I, I kind of want to see how the first items go. I have a bunch of clothing that my guy friend gave me that he um, he lost a bunch of weight, and so he can no longer fit into the stuff. 
and it's like gap and stuff like that and so I think I might have some Under Armour stuff in there and so I was gonna send send a bunch of the, that stuff that he gave me to swap because a it was all free inventory I'm taking zero risk um and that way I'm using inventory that was donated to me like he doesn't want any money for it he just gave it to me that way because he was going to donate it anyway so he might as well donate to me and help me out with you know basically helping out my cause my business which I appreciate I think that's nice that he um thought of me rather than um give it to Goodwill or whatnot. Because I have had somebody like, I'll give you something for 50 bucks, but I'm just going to send it to Goodwill for free. Which That was funny. I'm like, you could just send it to Goodwill. That if you're willing to give it to them for free, but not to me, that's weird. Okay. But anyway. Uh, yeah. So that's what I'm going to try. But I, I have to get to that part of my basement that... It's kind of buried by other things and so once I get there I can actually fill that box I, I expect by today or tomorrow I can get there and then I will fill you in with what swap does and you know if swap is a good because it, it it for things that are lower I mean you get 70% for doing nothing so it might be viable for the lower end stuff I mean higher end stuff I'm gonna send this the thread up unless their payouts system is really good because like I said they have a payout system which is really kind of attractive so we'll see but thanks for listening and um I hope you're doing really well with your thread up I'd love to hear how you're doing tag feel free to tag me in any post um and letting me know how it's going thank you so much